This is podcast number 76. Love is the currency of the universe. I'm going to start with a quote from this timeless moment, a personal view of Aldous Huxley written by his wife, Laura Huxley. Aldous Huxley, uh, of course, is most well-known in spiritual circles for his book, The Doors of Perception, uh, written about his first experience with uh, entheogens or hallucinogenics in 1953. He uh, apparently had about 10 experiences of uh, hallucinogenics during the years uh, 53 to 63 when he passed all of them in service of finding out about life beyond this relative world. This is from a letter he wrote to Dr. Humphrey Osmond, uh, who was the man who introduced him to hallucinogenics. And from 1955, and in it he says, I decided it might be interesting to find out why so much of my childhood is hidden from me so that I could not remember large areas of early life. So I sat down to a session with a woman who has had a good deal of experience with eliciting recalls and working off ab reactions. He talks about the dosage he took and then comes to there was little vision with the eyes closed as was the case during my experiment under your auspices but much transfiguration of the outer world there was absolutely no recall instead there was something of incomparably greater importance for what came through the opened door was the realization not the knowledge for this wasn't verbal or abstract but the direct total awareness from the inside so to say of love as the primary and fundamental cosmic fact the words of course have a kind of indecency and must necessarily ring false seem like twaddle but the fact remains i was this fact or perhaps it would be more accurate to say that this fact occupied the place where I had been. The result was that I did not, as in the first experience, feel cut off from the human world. I was intensely aware of it, but from the standpoint of the living primordial cosmic fact of love. The teachings of Vedanta are very clear. There's only one thing. I am... God is, there is only one thing. What is the I am? What is God? If there is only one thing, the answer to both these questions must be the same. And for those of you who have a problem with the word God, please stick with me because this is about what I am, not about something out there that someone tried to push down my throat when I was a child or something out there that someone has used to give themselves permission to behave improperly. How can it be that there's only one thing? If my sense of being and the truth of God are the same, then why do I experience loneliness? How can I feel at times so unworthy, inept, and separate? 
If the truth of all is oneness, why is there so much hatred in the world, so much division, so much violence, so much judgment? In one telling, the relative world, this experience we are having as separate and individual, you over there, me over here, exists for the sole purpose that this one thing might have the joy of loving itself in all its disparate expressions. All colors, shapes, sizes, ages, ethnicities, genders, sexual preferences, sexual identities, income brackets, opinions, politics, any and all formulations possible. This is the what. This is the why. This is what the one thing wants always, to know itself. So why should I care? Why should I go out of my way to love when hurt, anger, and frustration might be all that I feel? When God feels as far away as possible? When there's not an ounce in me that feels safe enough to reach out or offer anything of myself to anyone, ever? to be vulnerable to anyone, ever. Because to love when everything in me says no is the point of it all. Loving someone who looks like me, sounds like me, smells like me, aches like me, that's the easy bit. Loving someone who feels wholly other, that builds a muscle. Loving someone when I feel like loving is the very last thing that's possible for me to do. That's the work of a spiritual warrior. And if it were easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. When I insist on loving despite every feeling and thought that says no, I'm doing the work of identifying with the highest expression of self that is possible in this human form at this moment. I am saying that despite all these impulses in me to stay small, separate, and against, I am choosing to know myself as an expression of nature in its most subtle and beautiful form as an expression of God itself. I am choosing to align myself with what's actually going on here. This wholeness, learning to love itself, and love itself, and love itself, until it remembers its wholeness with itself completely. According to the Veda, that's why all of this is here in order to have the joy of that reunification of love with love, of self with self, of truth with truth, and life with life. Love is the currency of the universe. Love is the truth of the universe. Let me find my place to spend some today. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you 
that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.